live from St. Columbus College, Essendon, Australia. You're listening to Columba Live on Live FM. Today, we're going to do a little talk show about VCE. This is just welcome to VCE talk, everyone. Um, my name's Brielle and my co-host today is... Ash. And our special guest today is Year 11 VCE student, Taylor. So, hey, Taylor, welcome Hi. to the show. Thank you for welcoming today. All right. So, just to start us off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, so my name is Taylor. <laughs> I'm a Year 11 student. I am accelerating literature this year, so I'll be doing my 3-4 exam at the end, so that'll be really nerve-wracking, but um, I do a bunch of leadership roles, I'm very committed to this school, and I'm very happy to be here. <laughs> All right, so just to get us started, can you tell us a little bit about VCE? Um, so VCE is the Victorian Certificate of Education. It's one of the pathways we're able to choose um, when we start thinking about exams and where we want to go in the future. Um, there's also a vocational major, which is where you what what the pathway you take when you want to go straight into the workforce, more hands-on um, study and like work. But VC is more if you want to go into university, if that's more relevant to you. Um, VC kind of starts in year 11, but we are very fortunate at St. Columbus to be able to start it in year 10 through one subject or two, if you're lucky enough. Yeah. Uh, and it is a very rewarding experience, especially if it is, you know, relevant to what you do in the future, but also relevant if you just love a variety of really, really textbook heavy <laughs> or content heavy study, basically. Yeah. Um, speaking of the future, do you know what you want to do? I do. I do. I want to become an author, fiction author, yeah. or maybe a publicist somewhere along that fiction writing um, industry, which, you know, make, makes university very optional for me. But it's something that I'd like to take and something I'm experimenting with. And as an author in the future, I think that what you can learn, especially in a educational classroom kind of environment, will definitely help me write about, you know, practical skills, what it's like in the classroom. Who knows? University romance. Whoop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A little birdie told me that you've actually got a book already. No, you didn't. <laughs> so, so can you tell us a little bit about that? <sighs> Friel. Sorry. I'm here to expose you. I'm sorry. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> well, my book is called Spellbound. I started writing it when I was 13. I was fortunate enough to have it published uh, when I submitted it last year um, when I was 15. So that's really crazy. It's about a girl who goes to her aunt's on the holidays, but her aunt is like absent from her entire life. She knows nothing about her. And it's for a reason. Her aunt is one, antisocial, as the family says, all the scary gossip that the family says, but also a witch who's intent on taking her as an apprentice. And obviously, um, you know, blow things out of proportion with her. It's just a lot of chaos and it's a lot of fun. And I think I definitely self-projected <laughs> into that story a lot. But I think we all need a bit of magic in our lives. Yeah. So having a book mm -hmm. at like year 11, crazy. <laughs> like congrats first off. Like Thank awesome. You. But can you tell us a bit about the process like of writing the book? Writing the book, yeah. you know, how you like just got it published and all that kind of stuff. Oh, well, it was a really long process. As I said, I did start writing it when I was 13. Um, and it definitely wasn't the first draft. It was like finish it, see what needs to be fixed, finish it again, see what it needs to be fixed. And also because I was 13, I was so young, my writing was still developing. So I had to go over it a lot. Like I remember at one point, I asked my mom to print out the entire manuscript, which was around like 300 pages. Oh and I would spend like hours every night 
going through like red pen, red pen. No, this chapter needs to be re- redone. This does not need to happen. This is so cringe. Why did I write this <laughs> to begin with? Um, and after that, it was all about consolidating, getting other people to read it, tell me what they thought, if it needs to be improved. Note to everyone who's listening to this, do not trust your mom to give you feedback. Yeah. <laughs> She's very biased and yeah. will only say nice things. Um, but that's okay. And then it was about choosing the right company for me and then submitting it to them, getting rejected, submitting again, getting rejected, and then finally getting accepted. And then publicity and publicity. But by then, I did not want to publicize it anymore. <laughs> so thank you, Brielle, for bringing it up. <laughs> You're so welcome. Um, speaking more about your book, did anyone like give you inspiration to write it? Or um, how did it like, come about? <laughs> <laughs> I actually have the exact moment that it did come about, which is crazy. Like I was at um, a family gathering and I live a bit further away from my cousins. So I don't get to see them very often apart from Boxing Day every year. And so I felt very disjointed, like a bit of the black sheep, even though they, it was never expressed, you know. You're definitely feeling on the outside when you don't come to those every weekend, you know, family gatherings where you get to know each other and grow up together. And so I was thinking, how can I make them look at me? <laughs> what would it like be like if, you know, I could come back or... I could have a story to tell and then, you know, oh my God, we could be best friends. Yeah. <laughs> and so there's a character in my book. Her name is Aunt Jacinta and she's the aunt that yeah. takes her in for the holidays. And she's like luxurious. She's a bit weird, but she reads a lot. So she's kind of cool in a bookworm way. <laughs> she wears gowns. She's so charismatic in her own way. So confident who she is. And she lives in a massive mansion in the middle of the woods that nobody else can find. And that was who I wanted to be. <laughs> I was like, imagine if this was me. Imagine if I was the cool aunt. <laughs> and so that's when the story started to develop, to develop where I was like okay if there was the cool aunt what makes her cool if um, do I want it to make about her her pas- personality is a bit erratic I need someone else to narrate it like for example in Sherlock Holmes it's not actually from the point of view of Sherlock mm. it's from the point of view of his partner because it said like the author said Arthur Conan Doyle I think that he said Sherlock's mind is just so erratic. There's so much going on that he couldn't write from his point of view. So he chose another character to still narrate the same story, but also pace it in a way that made sense. So it wasn't going sideways or this way or another way. And so taking inspiration from all the books I've read, Sherlock Holmes especially, like classics, but also new books like romances. I love romances, right? And also that coming of age theme. That's how I started to develop my idea and finally make it into a story. And I've always loved writing. So writing writing it was the easy part. It was actually planning it, plotting it, making it make sense. That was the hard part. And also staying motivated because it's great for the first two months and then you're like, ugh, I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> right? So keeping that up and remembering why I was doing it because it's what I want to become in the future. And also this is like a very big learning you know, step for me. Keeping that in mind helped me finish it and also balancing with studies you know, remembering what mattered to me. That's what helped me finish that book, helped me finish it while I was doing school. And also helped me remember what it was that mattered to me and how I was going to begin to achieve my dreams, even if it was just a small step. Yeah, okay. So if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Columba Live on Live FM, live from St. Columbus College, Essendon, Australia. My name's Brielle and my co-host today is... Ash. And our special guest today is Year 11 VC student, Taylor. Um, we're here with VCE chats, so <laughs> just to sorry about this, we've kind of gone off on a little little promo for Taylor's book. Well, Everyone, you. check it out. Do it's not check it out. Probably, 
if I know anything about Taylor, and I do because we have Japanese together, mm. I know that she's very talented Aww. and, you know, she's probably whatever she's written, I'm giving you a gold star right now. Let's go. You never say this to me. What do you Because <laughs> oh, I didn't know you had a book until like 10 minutes ago. Honestly, I got to get on your Instagram. I got to get on there and I got to, I'm going to oh, yeah. check it out. Oh, yeah. I'm going to promo for this right now. Everyone. Oh, yeah. Go yes. check it out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We've gone on a bit. Of, yeah, we've gone okay. off quite a bit. That is okay. But let's let's steer back. Yeah. Okay. How did you go about your subject selection? <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So with subject selection, it was for me. It was both about you know because university is very optional for me. It was about what I was not only good at but what I enjoyed. I had I am fortunate enough to be able to focus on what I enjoy. Because whatever I choose, as long as I do well in English, right, I can still achieve what I want to do. And so it was about focusing on, you know, what I was interested in, what I liked. Um, also, what my friends wanted me to do. Because a lot of people say, don't choose subjects based on what your friends want you to do. And that is very, very true. But also, if you've never considered this subject before, it is completely uncharted territory. It is so worth trying out. Because... Every year, something, something I regret about subject selection every single, like starting from year nine, because when we start to pick subjects, is only picking what I knew I would do well at or what I was confident that I wouldn't fail at, <laughs> right? Like I've always wanted to learn how to sew, but I never picked up textiles and I regret that. Um, but also at the same time, I'm doing history this year. I, didn't li- I don't like history. I didn't want to do history. I did it because I wanted to like be with my friends, um, but I'm still here, right? Because I, I realized I actually do like that subject and I never would have figured that out if I hadn't tried that for the first time. People forget, going back to what I was trying to say, right? Year 12 is the only year where your subjects start to actually like impact what you do in university. But leading up to then, like especially in year, year 11, right? You think that's important because you're so close to year 12, but at the end of the year, it's all about a pass or no pass, okay? Do what you want. Do it for at least a semester. Choose what you never thought you'd choose before. Try it out because year 12 is when you need to knuckle down and you're never going to get that option again. Hmm. And so going back to subject selection, yeah. <laughs> right? Um, it's all about taking chances. It sounds like a really difficult process and it is promoted as a um, really serious one as well because it is, but at the root of it, it's all about you. And so choosing subjects is all, it's all about you and it's all like dependent on your choices and what you feel like in the moment, not what you want to be. So, well, a little inspirational <laughs> quote from you here. Um, I know that in now you level this year, a lot of people were stressed about subject selection. Mm-hmm. Was it like that for you? Were you nervous? Oh, definitely. definitely. Yeah. I was so nervous because um, year 10, I think you guys in year 10, you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah year 10, year 10. <laughs> okay? um, you have the option to do a, like an accelerate subject, right? And so that's where the stress comes in because you have to start thinking about what pathway you want to go into. VCE, VM, what job do I want in the future? Oh my God, I have to realize like what's, what's the rest of my life going to look like depending on my choices now. And I was definitely one of those kids who was like, oh no, okay, I want to like research every single degree that could possibly fit for me. And that's how I'm going to depend, like choose my subjects. And that's what I did, right? But as I said, I did have regrets because... I was too scared of failing to choose what I could have failed at, but enjoyed. And so for that, you know, I never learned how to sew. And, you know, 
I got stressed about that. I got stressed about, you know, doing what I liked, doing what I was good at, doing what was relevant to my future. And I found that whichever way you choose to go, there's always other options out there for you. Like your decisions now are not permanent. Your decisions right now are just the ones that you chose. There are heaps of options and possibilities out there for you. And stressing now is just so not worth it because it's not permanent now. I keep saying that, but you can always change your mind. And so don't stress about now. Stress about, just don't stress. (laughs) Stress about what matters to you. Because ultimately what matters to you is what's most important and not what like, you know, matters to, right, like the what you don't know, which is the future. We don't know the future and that's for a reason, right? We only know the present. It's okay to choose things because of your friends, right? It's okay to choose things because you're stressed and scared. But most of all, most of all it's not okay to choose because you're afraid. <laughs> and just take the risk if you're afraid. Choose especially if you're afraid. And yeah, so anyway, another inspirational quote. <laughs> um, subject selection is scary. Subject, subject selection should not be scary. And subject selection happens again and again. It's not a one-time thing. Yeah. So how was the jump from year 10 to VCA? Horrible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so, so happy I did accelerated subject in year 10 because it went sideways. I went from year 9 to think, oh my God, it's okay. Transition. <laughs> We're going to have so much fun. We're going to watch movies. And then it was like straight into curriculum. And I was like, what the heck? Yeah. I don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. I want to melt into the floor and mm-hmm. not exist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right? But yes, it was so stressful. But it was honestly... Going into it, it was okay because it was all about finding a rhythm. It's all about realizing why am I struggling to begin with? It's like year 10, it's year 11, right? I have so much time waiting for me. I have so much, you know, like time to figure it all out. So don't, and plus, I think especially during transition stuff, there's like that pressure to be the perfect student, like that reset. Mm -hmm. Um, I definitely felt that. That's why it was so stressful for me. Like I was not doing okay. I remember talking to my friends. I'm like, oh my God, take me back. (laughs) I hate this. Right, but don't figure it out in the first two weeks. It's okay if, like, you know, there's pressure to finish your work and all due dates and stuff. But you know what? Due dates are just due dates, yeah. <laughs> right? You have so much time to figure out, you know, what you're gonna do until those due dates, and you have so much time to figure out how you're going to like study for those due dates, or how much time you want to dedicate into the class, or compensate for later. It's you know, school is flexible. There's no perfect student because I think inside we all know what the perfect student is and we all know that what it's promoted by society is a scam. Yeah. <laughs> and so I forgot what the question was. <laughs> <laughs> About the jump. Oh, yeah. It was bad. Yeah. But it, it was okay. <laughs> Once we landed. You jump, but then you landed. Oh, yeah. You always land. It's not a free fall thing. With I mean, one, it kind of is. <laughs> one term left, I think yeah. we're... How are you feeling? You okay? <laughs> kind of nervous, stressed, but it's okay. It's going to be okay. Yeah. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Actually, I'm excited about really? this. Really? Yeah. For That's some good. reason, it's, I guess it's just because mm. I chose all subjects that I mm-hmm. like. Yes. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. I enjoy guess school I'm, more. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to like drop. Oh, this yeah. is going to sound really bad. I'm excited, <laughs> oh, <no>. to, <laughs> I'm excited to drop my maths. I'm excited mm. to drop oh. my science. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. to do yeah. all my art subjects and mm. just like, actually come and do something that, that you I'm like, really into yeah. that you really enjoy so that I'm not I don't feel like I'm wasting my mm, time yeah. like with all this maths homework mm. that I'm probably not mm. gonna pursue later exactly, on exactly yeah. yeah so I guess 
Yeah. It's not bad. Yeah. yeah. School is so much more fun when you do things for you, right? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Like, oh, I kid you not, when I had to do humanities for whole three years, oh. I was actually going to like crucify myself, but it's okay. <laughs> That's all good. That's all good. <laughs> um, so you talk about how like being the perfect student during mm-hmm. transition. Did you ever feel like unmotivated? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like there are days where, because I, I use Google Calendar like meticulously. Yeah. I have study days where I go to the library and make sure to like, okay, I'm getting everything done for what happened today. And so I don't have to worry about it later. And then I'll get there. I'm like, mm, I feel like playing cool math games today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 100%. I feel unmotivated. I feel like, oh my God, I want a nap. Like yesterday I had a sack, um, yeah. a test after school from 3.15 to 4.30. Oh, yeah. And so I, and because I live far from home, I got home at like 5.30, right? Mm. And so I was like, okay, so I've got so much to finish right now, but you know what, let's take a nap. Mm. And I slept until 10.30 and I oh, feel wow. more rested than ever. Like, yes, I have so much due, but you mm. know what? It was worth it for me. Yeah. Right? Being unmotivated is just a sign for redirection. That's my point of view. Yeah. yeah. So do you have any kind of like balance? You know, yeah. everyone always thinks oh, yeah. VCE, study, study, study. Oh my God, yeah. I've got to do this. i got to do that. You yeah. were saying that you felt really tired or you'd go to the library yeah. and you'd be like, I just want to play games today. <laughs> but where does that balance come in? Like how do you really implement yeah. that into your your time, mm. your study I'm going to be honest, um, I'd say that, you know, this might sound a bit narcissistic, but I'd say that I'm a pretty good student, but, and that when people see me, because, you know, <laughs> some teachers like to talk about your grades in front of everyone, yeah, right? Yeah. People get the idea that, like, I always study. I try my best at everything. I dedicate so much time. I am, I don't have balance, right? But I do. I definitely do. And when I talked about going to home from school, wait going to the library <laughs> after school right um that is my balance because it's designating study times like personally I can't study at home it doesn't work for me and also honestly I really started getting balance you know last month mm-hmm. because giving yourself time to study at the library is your time to like get everything done and then so when you go home it's purely for you and that's my balance because I get time to you know do my schoolwork. And then I also get time to be me. Mm-hmm. I also get time to catch on the shows I'm going to watch, to read the books I don't read, to look at my phone for four hours <laughs> and do nothing. But at the same time, at least I know I've done something. And so advice for both of you. Yep. Study groups, yes. Like teachers are probably already telling you, make study group with your friend. Do it. Do it. Okay. <laughs> Go to the library with your friends as a study group. And even though people say, oh, I don't work, you know, well with like other people. It's a, th- a thing, a psychology thing. Um, you study psychology, don't you? Uh, yeah, I do. Yeah. This year. You may have heard the, the thing where if your friends are studying, you feel like more motivated to study. Yeah. It's that thing. It works. Mm. And right. And so even people that you usually laugh with, if you both commit to this time to finish your work after school, you will finish your work. It is crazy. <laughs> right. And so having that time at the, especially at the library, like the vibes just make you want to focus. It yeah. feels sacrilegious to make noise. <laughs> <laughs> right. So time at the library, um, and then time at home. And then that is your balance. Yeah. It was that the question. So like, what's your routine after school? Routine? Yeah. I have a, like a, it's a bit different. Okay. Oh, yeah. But I'd say I'm pretty like busy. I'm super, super busy. Mm. Right. 
I'm, you know, I'm an editor of a newspaper segment uh, for volunteer work. I freelance write on the side. I'm an author. I, oh, I've got an interview for co-captains. So I'm also going for leadership. And I have a bunch of leadership roles this year and study and literature, like, you know, three, four. I'm pretty busy. Um, So after school, this definitely changed. Oh, I also go to the gym. So I have so much to keep up with, right? So... Google Calendar, use Google Calendar, <laughs> map out your time. Not not to the point where you don't have any, like your calendar looks like, oh, it's just all colors, it's like blocks, right? But time where it's like, okay, this time I need to go to this place. This time I need to go to that place. Like after, so my routine after school looks like on a Monday, for example, after school, go to the library, study, go home. Tuesday, go gym, go home, study for an hour, but that's it. Leave it for mm-hmm. an hour. Um, Wednesday, I go vet, so I finish. Oh, I do vet as well. Oh, well. <laughs> vet, I go. I get home at like six. I'm not motivated to do any work, right? Oh, so yeah. I make sure that's my self care day. Mm-hmm. Thursday, study at library, catch up at any work, like outside of school work. Mm-hmm. Um, and Friday, uh, detox. Make sure de- 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 detox. I also have a Friday study group with my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes we just don't study, but that's okay because it mm-hmm. also acts as my detox. Right. Yeah. So my routine after school is very like segregated. I'm not saying that everybody should be segregated. I'm also I'm gonna say I change it up all the time. Mm-hmm. Like if I don't feel like going to the library, I just won't. Keep it fluid, but also keep it structured. Yeah, that's my routine after school. You know, got a pamper <laughs> sometimes. Skincare days on Wednesday. <laughs> Movie night. You know. Yeah. All right. Can you tell us a little bit about your vet? My vet. Oh, um, I do design fundamentals at Box Hill. Uh, not in Box Hill, Box Hill. It's the institute in the city. Right. So every Wednesday, I leave around towards the beginning of my third lesson. And I go to the city by train. I can dress up if I want to. I'm too lazy to do that, though. So. <laughs> um, and I participate in an art class for around four hours. Uh, usually talking to my friends, so that's okay. <laughs> And I get to get a certificate by the end of it. My course is two years. It's something that we can enroll in at St. Columbus. Um, And I think it's really rewarding because I also get study periods. And so people say that VET will bring down your grades. I've heard that a lot. Also, VET is like Victorian educational training for anybody's wondering. I was very confused too, but it's just a course (laughs) you can do. Anyway, um, that it brings down your grades. I've actually found that improved my grades. Because of these study periods, I get, um, like, if you use them, if you use them for what they're meant for, study periods, right? You're not going to be behind on any work. And also, there's so much support from your teachers doing that. Your teachers will make sure to. It sounds bad, but like cram the material in, so you're only doing homework and you know what you're doing. Um, I'd say that is very rewarding for anybody considering it. Uh, if you want to do it. If you don't want to, don't do it. I honestly did it for the study periods and ended up enjoying it in the end. <laughs> so do you have any kind of last messages, any advice to well, us oh. and students going into VCA or doing an accelerated subject next year? Oh, okay. I have so much to do. <laughs> so I'm going to try and keep it down to three things so I don't mm-hmm. talk for too long. One, I think I went through this, but do what matters for you, Right. Yes, it's important to care. I'm not saying don't care because, you you know, stress is something unavoidable. And I'm not saying, and I did say don't stress, but don't be complacent either, right? 
stress about the fact that this is a new chapter in your life. This is crazy, right? And you have so much that you can take on, but not to the point where you have to feel like you have to conform into this little bubble of how to manage it all, right? In the first two weeks. Spread out your time, right? Figure out what works best for you. I probably went for like 10 hacks of trying to organize my time before it actually ended up working out for me. Um, and, you know, have fun. Like, it is so important to have fun with what you're doing. Like, it's so fun to choose your subjects. It is so fun to participate in new, like, you know, VC. Like, oh my God, the new seniors, I'm with the seniors, right? It's so fun to do that. And just have a go. That's one. <laughs> Two, make sure to, yes, balance, as you said, and you said, question, balance. But don't force yourself to have balance either. If you care more about studying, say no to like hanging out with your friend. It's totally okay. Don't feel guilted into doing something, right? If you feel that you don't want to do something on that day, just remember to compensate on another day. It's totally okay. That's that. And three, oh my God. <sighs> I'm not going to lie. And this might sound a bit scary to you, but school is your career, okay? Yeah. Right? The reason that, you know, people can complain about school is because they want more of their other life. And if it's starting to actually get to you, then that's a point of redirection for you. Like, why are you complaining this much about school? You know? If it's not working for you, then obviously you don't want to be here. And that's okay. All right? But don't force yourself to come to a place where you're not going to try. But for those who do do love, like, want to like coming to school, you have to treat it like you're nine to five. Because... As much as you want your like other parts of your life to be just as important, the realistic reality, you know, is that school right now takes over your life. You come here like nearly every day of the year. And you have to treat it like something that you care about even if you don't for now because this is where you're at. If you don't have the option to drop out right now, then you have to be like treat it as something that you take seriously. Like prepare the night before, prepare your uniform, <laughs> take that shower, right? Do like the last minute due date and stuff, but don't like, don't complain if you're not going to try, <laughs> right? Like come here and give it your role. And if you don't feel like giving it your role, okay, make sure that you are feeling like that's not going to hurt you after, okay? Because the worst thing you can do is come here, feel drained Real complain about then feel guilty about complaining about it because it, it really is your nine to five for now and until it's not your nine to five this is just your reality and you need to you know admit that it does take over your life because as much as we don't want to our life revolves around school our friends are from school our future kind of originates from school because even if you're going to vocational major the hands-on education that you learn now is going to be what you take, like even that social interaction skill, it's going to be what you take into the workforce. And until that point where you get to choose, fully choose, you just have to make do romanticize your life, <laughs> romanticize that school life because it's all you've got right now. But that's my message. There's three things. I think I did yeah. it. <laughs> all right, cool. Cool. Thank you. So, well, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you to our guest, Taylor. Mm -hmm. It's been a pleasure having you on the show. Thank you. It was a pleasure being here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Live from St. Columbus College, Essendon, Australia. You've been listening to Columba Live on Live FM. This has been VCE Chat. My name's Brielle and my co-host today was... Ash. 
And thank you for joining us today. Go check out Taylor's book. It's yes. also vote for amazing. me. Vote for me, school captain. Vote for yeah. school captain. <laughs> All right. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We hope you found this information useful. Everyone, have a great day. Bye. Yeah.